Welcome to Mama Soul's Wisdom I Am Love Movement Podcast, the place where you will learn how to build a five-dimensional family through decades of experience, where the core values are learning what is possible through love and acceptance and knowing how to do right by your family. We'll assist in the growth of you and the ones you love. success outside the home that will ever compensate for the failure inside of your home. Now, introducing the hope. Hello, beautiful souls. Do you want to live your life by design and not by default? Do you want to belong to a movement bigger than yourself? If you want to go from victimhood to victory for yourself and your families, then fearlessness is our battle cry And it all starts with self-love and self-acceptance. My name is Loretta Wetzel, also known as Mama Soul Wisdom, founder of the I Am Love Movement. I created this podcast for individuals as well as traditional and non-traditional families. We are all a hot mess. I share everything I've learned through old school wisdom for a new generation. If this is your first time listening, there are four key principles you will hear a flavor of in my podcast. Key principle number one, acceptance and self-love. It all starts with you. You won't have enough to share with others if you don't love yourself first. Principle number two, focus on families. Traditional and non-traditional families, multicultural families, all types of families. And listen, I'm not just talking about biological families. I'm talking about adoptive families. I'm talking about your sorority and fraternity families. I'm talking about your church families, your neighborhood families, your community families, your city, country and global communities and families. So there definitely will be a focus on families. Key principle number three, we talk about connectivity. I am you and you are me. We all bleed the same. We have similar hopes, dreams, fears, and aspirations. It is time we stand as light warriors sharing our light as leaders we are meant to be in our families, in our communities, and with our global neighbors. Key principle number four, it's a conversation for humanity. Understanding that together we are never alone. And I ask a favor of you, that we become curiously engaged with people who don't look like us, think like us, or talk like us. They're different. Be curious. You might be surprised. You may find a lot of similarities. You may find a lot of differences. But once again, we all bleed the same. Now, I always share old school wisdom for a new generation. 
So today's saying is this, to change who we are, you must change who you think we are. To change who you are, you must change who you think you are. That's important. In other words, you've got to be able to occur to yourself differently. Now, let's talk about the power of positive thinking. Some people see the glass as either half empty or half full. Depends on your filter. Most days, I tend to fall in the half-full category because of my personal belief system that there's always a silver lining, even when bad stuff happens. Now, I forget, this is old school wisdom for a new generation. A silver lining um, is a, a silver lining in a cloud, meaning that it may be a raining day, but the silver lining means it's something good. Sometimes I revert back to old school wisdom and people may not understand exactly what I mean. But generally, how your thoughts go is how your day is going to go. So if you wake up with a positive attitude and you focus on that, then that's how your day will go. If you believe in being the Grinch and growling and being negative, biting people's heads off and being sarcastic, well, you're going to attract more of the same. It sounds really simple, but people have a tendency to lose focus and forget. So the power of positive thinking unleashes the infinite potential in every human being. There are no limits when it comes to the things that you can create. Now, what about circumstances, you might say? All the bad things that have happened to you. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, meaning you weren't born wealthy. Or sometimes people will say I was born on the wrong side of the tracks. Or I didn't have the advantages of some of the other people. Those are circumstances. So there's a very valuable lesson that I learned listening to a, a motivational speaker, a very famous legendary motivational speaker by the name of Les Brown. Les Brown shared this. He was labeled as a child that wasn't very bright. And his peers teased him about it. And he had a teacher call him to the front of the classroom and say, Never allow anyone to define who you are. Let me say that again because it's really important and I want it to sink in. Never allow anything or anyone to define who you are. See, there are people that are going to tell you what you can't do. There are people are going to tell you, oh, you're a woman. You can't do that. Or you're not wealthy enough. You can't do that. Or you've lost your mind. You better go get a W-2 job somewhere and work. 
You can't start your own business. You don't know anything about that. You can't do that. You never allow anyone to define who you are and what it is that you want to create. Now, it sounds simple, but if you grew up in an environment where all you heard was negative talk, you ain't never going to be nothing. You aren't going to grow up to be anything. I don't know what you're thinking about. You better go on and get a, a job somewhere or uh, push a broom somewhere or, I don't know, do whatever it is that I know that you can do versus following your dream. You might have grown up in a family where you constantly heard you aren't going to be nothing. You'll never grow up to be anything. Don't even bother. You know, I, I had the opportunity to uh, watch Hamilton on the Disney Channel when it came out a couple of weeks ago. And it was so, it was, oh, it was amazing watching that. Um, even on television, I know it wasn't theater. It wasn't uh, the, uh, being in an actual play or live theater. But the recorded version uh, was absolutely amazing. And there's a song in Hamilton called My Shot. Like, I, I'm not going to miss my shot. Everybody has a unique gift inside them. And this is your opportunity to take your shot. So turn off the negative news. Stop listening to the naysayers and people telling you what you can't do and start tuning in to your inner voice, the voice that tells you you were meant to do something on this earth. You were meant to contribute in some special way on this earth, a unique gift that is only given to you. Well, what does that mean? That means nobody can ever take it away from you. They can't. It's yours. It's your gift. It's only for you. But it's up to you to feed that flame, to feed that desire, and go ahead and do what you were designed to do, what you think about, dream about all the time. And you haven't pulled the trigger yet to say, I'm going to do it. Now, Let's talk a little bit about family focus, and specifically to parents with young children. Realize this, and I'm sure as a parent you already know, children are fantastic imitators. They imitate how you walk, they imitate how you talk, they imitate how you laugh, if they're older and playing house, They've watched you in the living room or the kitchen or in the den, and they'll imitate you. They'll imitate your behaviors, and you're like, I thought I said that behind closed doors. Well, maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but kids are fantastic imitators. So be a positive role model by speaking positively. So instead of telling your children what they can't 
do, how about switching that up? How about telling your children what they can do? So if they ask, Mom, I want to go to so-and-so's house and, and play for a while, and you don't know anything about this person, their family, if there's any adult supervision or anything. So you got to do a little bit more investigative work, right? As a parent, you want to know where you're leaving your child. And you could leave it at, no, you can't go to Diane's house. You can't go to Susie's house. But instead of leaving it there, you can say, but here's what you can do. I said, in the meantime, you can do this. I'll allow you to play with this game or this, uh, this computer game or this game on the iPad. You can do this. Let me take the opportunity to speak with Diane's parents first, and let's see what we can work out in the future. That way, you're teaching your children, number one, to speak in the positive, not what you can't do, but what you can do. But here's the second thing. You're teaching your children to look for options. You're always going to run into a brick wall in life somewhere along the way, right? And so if you teach them early, you will teach them the question, well, how can, how can I? How can I get this accomplished? How can I get what I desire? I might have to set up some different parameters. I might have to get permission in some places. I might have to do some other things. But it's not impossible. But if you're constantly telling your kids, you can't, you can't, you can't, then you're teaching them to ask for something. They hit against a brick wall and then they shut down. Because they have nowhere to go. It's like asking a closed-ended question. Like the answer is either yes or no. And then when the other person answers, you don't have anywhere to go. But if you ask an open-ended question, then you have an opportunity to continue the conversation and explore. So it's the same thing. Your power question is, how can I fill in the blank? In other words, create or get what it is that I desire. That's an open-ended question. So if you speak in the positive and say what you can do, it opens it up for your kid. Now, how do we change who we think we are? How do we occur to ourselves differently? Well, one of the ways in which you can do that is to use affirmations. Why affirmations? It is the power of repeated words and thoughts to program your brain. So either you are programming your own brain or somebody is programming you. I think you want to program your own brain. And if you use it in a positive way, affirmations are a way to triumph over negative thinking. They can be an extremely powerful tool to change your mood, your state of mind, and just manifest whatever it is that you desire in your life. So key tips when using positive affirmations. 
Number one, why positive thinking? Why do that? Well, I can give you a few good reasons. Number one, it helps you to smile. And smiling is contagious. Not only that, people around you will smile. And it has been scientifically proven that we are physically stronger when we think positive thoughts. So think positive and be strong. It builds your immune system. So a WebMD study states that laughter, with, which often starts with a smile, increases your immune cells and infection-fighting antibodies. That improves your resistance to illness. Now, you want to think positive in our today's environment, right? Here is something else you want to understand. Remember, there are three roadblocks that keep people from positive thinking. What are those three roadblocks? Number one, there's a lack of knowledge and skill. Like, oh, I don't know how to do this. So I don't, I don't know how to think positive. But listen, the internet is the great equalizer. Now, when I say that I share old school wisdom for a new generation, I have a few years on me. And I'll tell you this, because when I was growing up, we were taught to go straight into the Encyclopedia Britannica, and if we couldn't find the information, we'd go to the dictionary and look it up. So that'll give you an idea. I got a few years underneath my belt. Here's the thing. Go Google it. You don't understand something? or And YouTube it. Because Google owns YouTube anyway. There's a video on anything you want to learn how to do. It's on YouTube. So lack of knowledge or skills, it may be a roadblock for some people, but there's really no excuse. Just go look it up and learn. Roadblock number two. This is the tough one. It's your belief system. And then you tell yourself stories. I don't have time. I'm not smart enough. I don't know how to do this. It'll never work. The power of positive thinking will help your belief system to think positively. And when you think positively, you take action on the thing that you desire. Roadblock number three, lack of focus. If you're distracted all the time and not centered, or as old folks used to say, jack of all trades and master of none, you're distracted, you're discombobulated, you're all over the place. It's tough to get things accomplished in that manner when you have lack of focus. So you want to take some time to center yourself on a daily basis, whether it's through meditation, whether it's through prayer, yoga, center yourself. Here's another tip. Instead of twist and shout, you know that song, it's an old song by the Beatles called Twist and Shout, but I got news for you before the Beatles did it, the Isley Brothers did it. Go look it up. It's called Twist and Shout. 
But instead of twisting and shouting, I want you to tweak and shift. You can adjust how you do things, baby steps, and you can shift to the positive. But here's the thing. How do you shift to the positive when you are thinking negatively? Well, you may not be able to go all the way to the other end of the continuum to the positive, but you definitely can shift from the negative to the neutral. It's like driving. When the car is in in or neutral, you don't have your foot on the gas pedal for acceleration. You don't have your foot on the brake for resistance. You just put it in neutral and gain access to the natural movement or the natural flow. You want to do the same thing if you're thinking negative thoughts. Just get to neutral. When you get to neutral and you let it flow from that space, then you can move toward the positive. Here's another tip for you. We're going to level up our game. So there's positive thinking, but there's something even more powerful than that. Want to know what it is? It's called inevitability thinking. You're leveling up so that whatever it is that you desire, you know that it is inevitable that it will come true. Now, how do you do that? Well, you've got to set up your environment to succeed. It's just not going to happen like fall out of the sky. You got to set up your circumstances and your surroundings to have inevitability thinking. So what does that look like? Well, number one, first and foremost, and this is extremely important, honor your word. Now, there's the difference between honoring your word and keeping your word. You want to honor your word, meaning what it is that you say you're going to do it, you do it. And the minute you realize that it's not going to happen for whatever reason, then you acknowledge that right away. And if it involves another person, you communicate with them so that you can make plans to adjust moving forward. So sometimes we aren't able to keep our word. Unexpected incidents occur or happen. Or maybe you just made a mistake and your schedules got all messed up. It's totally possible. But you certainly can communicate and you can honor your word and say, hey, I have a scheduling conflict. This happened to me the other day. I had an appointment and unexpectedly I had to take my dog to the boarding place a day early and it messed up my schedule and I had an appointment that I had set three weeks ago. And and so she communicated via email and I communicated back. I'm like, listen, let me apologize. My schedule got turned upside down. I explained why. She's like, no worries, life happens. 
Let's just reschedule. We still want to chat with each other. So communication is key in honoring your work. Number two, you want to prioritize your tasks. Get the most important thing done first. And I know this easier said than done. Oftentimes we will do the easy things or the non-essential things because we resist that one important task that you know you have to get done. And sometimes we procrastinate and wait toward the end of the day until you tackle it. Hmm. I know I'm not by myself. I know some of my listeners out there can agree with me. I've learned to recognize that sooner and begin to tackle that one important thing that you know must get done and get it done first early in the day, which leads me to setting up a schedule. I live by a schedule. I live by the alarms in my phone. If it's not in my schedule, it isn't in existence for me because it helps keep me on track. And then at the end of the day, tweak and shift. You adjust, you shift to the positive, things that didn't get accomplished, you make sure that they're at the top of your list for the next day. And be sure you track the actions that you take. The quality of your actions and the quantity of your actions is key. If you don't track it, then you're going to make up stories in your head about what you thought you did that particular day. And maybe you really didn't do it. I thought I made phone calls or I thought I answered these emails or I thought I did 10 tasks and I really only did two because you're not tracking And look, I don't care if you get a 49 cent spiral notebook or you use an Excel spreadsheet or anything in between, whatever is most comfortable for you. But tracking is key for inevitability thinking because you're setting up the circumstances in the environment around you to succeed. Now, here are just a few examples of affirmations to create positive and powerful thinking in your life. Some people use first person, some people use second person. It's up to you and what you want to choose. So here are some that I use on a regular basis. I am a generous giver and an excellent receiver. I always believe anything is possible for myself and my life. Everything always works out for me, no matter what. And I have everything inside of me that I need right now. Remember, love and light are healing forces. Go make a positive difference in someone's life today. If you want to hear more information about the power of positive thinking, go to my website, 
mamasoulwisdom.com. That's M-A-M-A-S-O-U-L-W-I-S-D-O-M.com. Mamasoulwisdom.com. And remember to rise up and shine. Rise up and thrive. Rise up and succeed. Rise up and be who you were meant to be. My name is Loretta Wetzel, also known as Mama Soul Wisdom, founder of the I Am Love Movement, sending you compassion, acceptance, and forgiveness. Until next time, always remember, love yourself first. Thank you for tuning in to Mama Soul Wisdom's I Am Love Movement podcast. We hope that you have received a massive amount of value through the tips and tools provided here on today's episode. We look forward to helping you and your loved ones grow each and every day by sharing some of Mama's soul wisdom. to sign up and register today to Mama Soul Wisdom's mailing list and tune in next time for our next episode of the I Am Love Movement podcast.